When I say the words negative coworker, I know for sure you have one, if not more, specific coworkers in mind that just hit that last nerve. Today, I talk about ways that I have managed how to handle these lovely individuals. Welcome to Becoming a Mindful Teacher. This is a podcast for educators who want to improve the lives of children by digging deep into the minds of their students and themselves in order to create a space where it is safe to learn. My name is Winter and I am passionate about helping children break through their mental junk in order to become successful little humans. Join me on this journey each week as we delve into the many ways that we can help our students succeed no matter what difficult situations they've experienced. Let's get started. Hello, thanks for joining me today. Today is kind of a negative bummer kind of conversation. And I don't like talking about negative things, but sometimes it just happens and we can't control other people, right? And sometimes they're just negative. So holy moly, negative coworkers, where do we even begin? There's no shortage of these people. And I know that we all have some horror stories out there of these negative coworkers. And they, and I, and when I say negative coworkers, I don't, I don't think that they're always negative. I don't. I think that they are just more negative than they are positive or our interactions with them are more negative, maybe. And sometimes I feel like in my position, I get it sometimes more because for the past, what is it? Like 10, 11 years, I've been some type of interventionist. So I'm the person that the people would come to. And in the past, I was that person that kind of was that buffer between their students being in their classroom and then receiving learning support services. I was kind of like, I was viewed as that person that was the gatekeeper that I, which is not true. I held that magical power to say, yes, they should be tested or no, they should not. I very much did not have any of that power. It was a hundred percent team decisions. And I'm just one little itty bitty part of that team. But I think people saw me as that. So kind of when I was in the building and they would see me, when people came up to me, it was, it was never like, Hey, how are you doing? It was like, Hey, uh, Sally, was really struggling today with her math facts. She doesn't know any math facts. And I, I just don't know where, where is she in the, in the process of being tested? And it's like, Hey, I'm a human. Like, hi, good to see ya. But I, and I think I just would always get the brunt of people's frustrations and negativity. And, you know, there's always that, that teacher that comes into lunch, you know, you're sitting in the faculty room and that teacher walks in and immediately they're just spewing out all of the horrible things that happened in their classroom that day or, or their latest health issue that's really got them down. And so if you've noticed people going through hard things, tend to be viewed and come off as negative. So again, I'm I'm not saying that negative coworkers are bad. They're just going through it and they're frustrated and they're sad and they don't know what to do. So that just kind of comes out at us. Also, teaching is a very stressful profession. And without being mindful of our actions in regards to our stress, we definitely tend to spew all of our junk out on other people. Um, I know my husband is not in education. So I can't, if I even try to complain to him, he just looks at me like I'm an idiot. So I know that my teacher friends are the ones that get all of mine. So I could probably see that I am that negative coworker (laughs) to some people. They might think that. So today I wanted to go over three kind of 
reminders of what we need to do to focus on dealing with negative coworkers so that we can try to, to make the best of this occupation. So the first thing I want you to remember that it has taken me so many years to learn, and I'm still in the middle of it, I forget it in the moment, is that you can't control them. This is the biggest lesson that I have had to learn with my anxiety that I can't control anything outside of me, especially people. So this is a them issue. It's not a a you or me issue. Hurt people tend to hurt people. So again, like I was saying, if they're negative and they're mad, there's something that they're going through and they are hurting, but it's not something we can control. We have no control over that. So we just have to learn that we have to surrender to the fact that we can't change them and that we have to witness, <laughs> I say, witness their crazy from afar. We just have to witness it and not try to take part in it. Don't, don't try to participate in it. Just see what it, see it is what, for what it is, but know that we can't control them. The second thing is that you need to set boundaries. And this was something, again, I mean, I speak all of this from experience, but setting boundaries is something that I have only, I would say within the past two years, been able to do. Uh, I think teachers, the majority of teachers, especially elementary teachers, are people pleasers. We are there It's just, I think, in our personality. And we have trouble saying no. And so that's a boundary. Setting boundaries, since we can't change them, we have to take action into our own hands. And we can only control our actions. So if they're arguing or they're in a negative mood, we need to set up that boundary to not engage with them. If they're complaining at lunch, I know this sounds horrible and it's kind of makes us seem the victim, but we have that boundary. We need to set that boundary and say, you know what? If you're going to come to lunch and you're going to complain each day, I am going to eat somewhere. Now, I'm not saying tell them this. You're not going <laughs> to announce it in the middle of the faculty room and be like, I'm leaving. Um, no. What I want you to do is make that boundary and say, you know what? I am not going to put myself into a situation where I'm going to feel negativity spewed at me. So therefore, I am going to eat somewhere else. In the past, I have eaten with a coworker who had the same like lunchtime as me. So I would go to their classroom or even in my room, especially again, this year with the pandemic, we weren't using our faculty room. So I had eaten in my classroom, but, and it's kind of like you get to pick and choose who shows up. So I kind of like that. And setting boundaries, you know, a lot of those are nonverbal. So choosing your actions, that's That's a nonverbal. If you're choosing not to go to that room, that's fine. If you choose not to spend time in a part of the building where that person is, that's nonverbal. You're not telling them you're doing it. You're just making that choice. But sometimes it gets to a point where you might have to say something. And in my life, oh, that is the scariest. Oh, confrontation and me do not mix. And in my mind, I see that as confrontation, whereas some people would not think that that was confrontational. But for me, being that people pleaser and wanting everyone to be happy, setting boundaries and verbalizing them is the scariest thing in the world. So a lot of times this is just the courage to say no. It's so hard and you're scared you're going to hurt somebody's feelings, but it's something we have to do and we have to learn to be able to do. And you can do it in a non-aggressive manner. Like, I'm not going to be like, no, I'm not doing that for you. But I would just be like, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't do that. I have this and this to do. And again, sometimes I feel the need to make excuses 
but you don't like boundaries don't need excuses either. So I don't know, this is a, a subject that it's really, you know, tricky. So let me know if you'd be interested in me doing doing more about that about boundaries, because that's something I find difficult in education for sure. But the other thing I want uh, to talk to you about being with around negative coworkers is you need to get yourself a buddy. If you do not have a work buddy, like you need to stop right now and find yourself a buddy because you will not survive teaching without one. You need a person who you can vent to because you just need to get your frustration out. Like, and this person will know it. Like you go in and you see your buddy and you're like, I just have to vent. And then they'll know they don't need to say anything. They're not going to have to console you. They don't need to fix something. Just somebody to get it out. Like you need to get it out of your system. You need that person who's going to be your safe place. Like you need a room. So my school counselor, at my current building is my little safe place. If I have just had a super stressful day, I mean, it's helpful she's a school counselor, but it doesn't have to be. But I do, I'll, I'll go into a room and I've had crying sessions where I just lose it and I cry. But she's just that safe place where like you can just let your guard down and just relax and get it out. So you need somebody to be that that safe place for you. And you need someone to bring you back. And I feel like I'll say this in the future, but I've been calling it my homeostasis. So you need somebody to bring you back to that level. My homeostasis level is that level where I'm just calm. Like I don't have to be happy. I don't have to be sad. Just that middle of the ground where you're okay. And you just need somebody that you can go to that can help get you to that point and help you get out of your your funks whatever funk it may be so as a recap we there are negative people we're going to come across negative people everywhere we go but in our profession there tends to be people that are those negative people and sometimes they really just make your day not the greatest so the things that you should do is one, you have to accept the fact that you will never be able to change that other person and that you will have to take the actions to improve the situation yourself. We cannot control them. Two, you'll have to set boundaries, which may be hard and you may have to say no, but by setting up that boundary and letting them be on that other side of it, you can kind of prevent that negativity from coming at you. And third, you need to get yourself a work buddy who can be your safe space and help bring that positivity back into your workspace because you won't survive without it. So thank you so much for being with me. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know who is that negative person that just drives you insane? Because if you need somebody to vent to, I'm here for it. Come at me. I will, I will listen to you and empathize with you because I have definitely been there. Also, share this podcast with somebody who, you know, your work buddy, your work buddy who needs to hear how to deal with those other negative people. Alrighty, I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in more stuff from me, go ahead and join me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at A Mindful Teacher. You can also join my mailing list to be notified when new podcasts are released just head on over to my website at amindfulteacher.com. 